recorded live. Hey everyone, Hudson here. You are listening to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. Today is Monday, February 5th, 2018, and I am joined by Steve. Hey everyone, how's it going? And Barry. Hey guys, how's it going? Unfortunately, Greg won't be able to to make it this week, um, but uh, I think his his uh, his wife isn't feeling well, so hope she she feels better. Um, but uh, it's the three of us today, and we have a lot to talk about. But before we jump in, I just wanted to mention for those that may be listening or watching for the first time, the Nintendo Feast podcast is an interactive podcast. We like to have the community involved, and so there's multiple ways that you can do so. We are uh, live on TalkShoe right now, recording the audio, and then the podcast gets put up on iTunes to, to listen to later. Uh, but we're also streaming live on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Fuse, where you can go and chat. So if anybody is in the chat, post your comments. We'll read them live on the podcast as well. We'd love to hear what you have to say. So feel free to, to join in on the discussion. Um, also, we're having some, some technical issues today, so hopefully things go smoothly. We usually have, like, our names and, and Twitter handles and stuff on screen, but unfortunately that's not working today. So, um, again, I am uh, Hassan. We got Steve in, in yellow and, and Barry in green. So we're all wearing distinct colors, so it's <laughs> easy to differentiate us tonight. Um, <laughs> totally done on purpose, not. But, yeah. um, <laughs> and, the, and the little thingy at the bottom should, I think, if they, they see all our little thumbnails, I think it does switch over. Unfortunately, though, um, mine is listed as Nintendo Fuse, so they'll just refer to me as the whole thing. Uh, your husband and, and Blake, uh, or uh, Barry, is, is Hawk, so that doesn't really apply to anyone except for, for Husson, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, well, thank you, Mr. Nintendo Fuse, for that. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> so... We have a lot to talk about because a lot has happened in the last few weeks. Um, where we left off was all the rumors about a, an upcoming Nintendo Direct of sorts, and uh, it eventually happened in a uh, Direct Mini format. Um, Nintendo pseudo-teased it a little bit with like a random like Twitter post or something, and then, and then they just dropped the whole thing out of nowhere after that. Like It, it was really odd, but it did come. So the streak of a direct soon after the podcast continues. So uh, that is a thing. Um, And there was a lot in there. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to breeze through what was discussed in no particular order, except, well, I'm just going through the press release order. And then we're just going to talk about it in general and give some thoughts. If you want to get like even more thoughts, we do have um, some other things on uh, our YouTube channel as well. Um, there was a, um, a direct chat that talked about some things, and as well as other things that we're going to talk about um, later uh, in the podcast as well. So you'll be able to get some perspectives from there, and then also some more thoughts tonight as well. So Dark Souls Remastered coming to Nintendo Switch, launching May 25th. Um, it was rumored. It is finally here. That's exciting. We got Mario Tennis Aces, a brand new Mario Tennis game, uh, bringing back the story mode, launching this spring on Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze um, is um, uh, being re-released, but with a new uh, mode that uses Funky Kong. Um, and May 4th is the release date for that. Kirby Star Allies comes out next month, March 16th. Um, you can combine uh, the abilities that Kirby uses for powerful new friend abilities. We have The World, End- the World Ends With You, Final Remix. So this is a, a Nintendo DS game brought back in HD with a new epilogue 
uh, and this is coming out this year, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. So this is going to combine everything from the Wii U and 3DS versions of the game, as well as all of the DLC included and new Breath of the Wild outfits launching this spring on the Switch. Um, SNK Heron's Tag Team Frenzy um, coming out this summer on the Switch, as well as the um, ACA Neo Geo Art of Fighting 2, which is out now on the eShop as well. Um, Ease 8, Lacrimosa of Dana. Uh, this RPG comes out this summer on the Switch. Payday 2, February 27th, with a new um, playable character, Joy, that has like a red and blue LED mask, come like the Joy-Cons on the Switch. Uh, Faye coming out February 16th, platforming adventure game. Um, Celeste, which is out now. Heard lots of great things about that one. Um, it's a, a, a digital game. It's a, an action platformer. And then we have some game updates in DLC. Super Mario Odyssey, new mini game called Balloon World, uh, which is coming out soon in uh, February, and a new snapshot mode filters and new outfits. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, uh, DLC pack in the spring with Donkey Kong, uh, new storyline and world to explore. Uh, and then Pokemon Tournament DX Battle Pack. So there's two waves of new battle Pokemon and avatar items featuring Aegislash, uh, and Blastoise, and new support Pokemon Mega, Rayquaza, and Mimikyu, and Mew and Celebi. Uh, wave 1 is out now, Wave 2, March 23rd. And last but not least, we got a Kirby Battle Royale demo on 3DS eShop, and Dragon Quest Builders demo on the Switch eShop. Okay, all right, I can breathe. Oh. <laughs> so, what do you guys take from that? <laughs> I am catching my breath still. Um, and I wasn't even talking. Um, so yeah, um, I think the, the biggest things, you know, other than, you know, we initially chatted about this, you know, as soon as it got over, but, um, but yeah, not, not thinking about it and everything. Um, it, it's all great stuff. Not all of it, uh, really appeals to me. Um, but the stuff that does stand out to me, um, I am excited about, uh, Mario Tennis, um, hopefully being a, a good quality, fully fleshed out, uh, game. Uh, because the last one was very, very lacking. So hopefully that would be that would be a really good game. Um, I've heard so many good things about Dark Souls. Um, I'll see if if you know the the, the Switch version if I'll actually uh, give it a shot or not. But um, I've heard so many good things about it. So it, it is very tempting to me. But um, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, man, um, it's a great game. But unfortunately, it just hit at a wrong time in my Wii U. Uh, playing where I actually didn't fully play through all of it. So it's a great game. I I probably won't double dip in this because I, I can just fire up my Wii U and, and be able to play the, the same game. Um, although I got to <coughs> get it out of packing now, but um, another story. Uh, and then um, The World Ends With You is probably another one, just like Dark Souls. Great game. Heard awesome things about it, but I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of maybe iffy about it. Um, Hyrule Warriors <laughs> is maybe one of the ones that I, I didn't double dip with getting the 3DS version. Um, but man, the Wii U version was great. And to have all that stuff on the Switch and ready to go to take it on, on the go, um, is very mm-hmm. tempting. So it might be one of the ones that I, that I do repurchase. Um, just because I enjoyed the first one so much and be able to take it on the go uh, is very, very tempting. Uh, a lot of the other stuff sounds cool. Celeste, man, I've been back and forth and back and forth about Celeste. Like one day I'll think about buying it. And I'm like, mm, no, I'll change my mind and I'll save my money. And then 
So I, I imagine it's probably going to be one of those that, that down the line I'll eventually give in and get. But right now I'm, I'm trying to save some money. Um, Mario Odyssey, I, I'm not that excited about the DLC. It's, it's okay, but I, I would have been, I would have liked other stuff that like that we had talked about, I think in our last podcast about, you know, adding a, a additional full out worlds and all this other stuff. And with this, this like balloon mode and new snapshot filters and stuff like that, it's okay, but I would have preferred more. So I'm not that excited about it. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all the stuff that I'm, that I'm really excited about, or at least thinking about um, getting. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe Barry. Uh, well, the majority of, of my feelings are in the uh, direct chat on our YouTube, but I will uh, go through briefly. Uh, I'm excited for most of the stuff. Um, just in general, I think it's good content. For me, uh, the highlights are definitely Hyrule Warriors, which is uh, something I enjoyed in the Wii U. I got the 3DS version with the intent to open it up, put the characters on Wii U, play through the stuff, and then I never got to I got the game still sealed, so I will probably do it, uh, at least to play as, as Marin, because Link's Awakening Love. Um, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, same thing as Steve. I just didn't get a chance to play it. In fact, uh, on the direct chat, Blake yelled at me because I didn't play it. <laughs> and uh, they gave You haven't played it at all? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. I played it the first few levels, but that was it. You played it. Well, I, just, I shouldn't say that. I did play it at New York Comic Con when Nintendo was actually there, but I didn't play the full game. Um, but the original Donkey Kong Country Returns, I uh, I played a little on the Wii, and then I wound up getting the 3DS version, and that's the one I beat. So it's kind of funny. I got I have it on the Wii U. I probably wound up playing and beating it on the Switch. I am still mad that DKC Returns isn't included in this. I think it's a missed opportunity. They should have they should have done a double pack. There's, there's no excuse at this point. Uh, Throwing the 3DS content for those that missed it, and because they're charging sixty dollars, and I'm not saying the game's not worth it, but for a port, even with funky mode, uh, it would it would definitely be nicer. Um, Mario Tennis, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I enjoyed them all outside of Ultra Smash, but I did enjoy Open. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't. But uh, I will I will pick that up. I'm looking forward to story mode. Uh, SMK Tag Team is one of those weird titles that I'm looking forward to, but it's also like an anomaly because the Switch is getting a collector's edition, which is on pre-order now, as well as a physical standalone. The PS4 is getting a the, the collector's edition with a physical copy in it, but not a physical standalone. So it's weird. It's one of those where if you want the physical, you have no choice on the PS4. But Switch, you get that option. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I like SNK fighters, you know, they, I don't have it, but there is a switch arcade stick that's like $150. We need more games to justify that because <laughs> that's a lot of money for, for ultra street fighter too. Uh, but, uh, and brawl out, brawl out. Uh, you know, I can't wait to play that, but, uh, let's see what else was there. Uh, Mario DLC, I'm not going to touch, uh, I'm not really looking forward to it. It it looks like it's a fun mode, but that's not enough to bring me back. Uh, the other ports, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, Dark Souls. I did Dark Souls. I'm going to be picking it up to support uh, the developer. I'm glad it's only $40 because that's, that's great. Uh, I am interested to see how the online works with that uh, for Nintendo because, you know, it, it is there's a very big online component to that game. So hopefully it works for the Switch. 
And, uh, yeah, and the world ends with you is a, is a must. Like, people support that game. We want a world that ends with you, too. Uh, that If you've never played the DS original, you need to play this game. It is awesome. And I will definitely be playing through it a second time because it's just that good of a game. And it's been 10 years, so it's like a brand new game in a sense. Nice. Um, so in the chat, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Steve Desmarai, um, who's a, uh, a regular listener. So what's up, Steve? Uh, we got Pop27 in there as well. So hello. Uh, Steve mentioned, uh, I said, I think the balloon world may just be to keep kids in the game and to supplement for upcoming better DLC. Um, that's yeah. certainly, you know, the potential. So it is basically just an update to the game. So everybody that does have the game, you know, we'll, we'll get this feature. Um, so hopefully some DLC is to come because I also agree with what was said. I mean, I, I don't really particularly care for Luigi's Balloon World. I saw Luigi and I was like, oh, wait, is Luigi playable? Oh, no, it's just Luigi's Balloon World. Great. You okay. Have- well, <laughs> they're basically uh, living up to uh, uh, Luigi's potential right there with how he usually is in games. <laughs> Disappointing. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, you know what? Um, you know what? At least he made it into the game. I don't know if, if you remember Super Mario RPG. That was the biggest tease because you got that game and you opened it up and in the instruction manual, there's Luigi telling you how he's not in the game and he's just going to be in the manual to help you. So at least he's in the game. <laughs> that is true. At least he's there now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's not too much. Like Mario Tennis Aces, I'll probably check out i haven't really played the mario tennis games much there's only certain mario sports games that i that i am interested in like mario strikers i really want another one of those those are awesome um but mm-hmm. uh but i feel like you know i might uh might check this one out it looks interesting um i'm not really a big donkey kong fan i know don't hate me so i don't know it's, i probably will pass on that one uh kirby star allies though i'll pick that up um, it's not really a game that I'm particularly like hyped for, but I'm sure it'll be just a fun playthrough and, and, um, uh, a neat little multiplayer game as well. I'll get Hyrule Warriors cause I have the Wii U game and I did not play it enough. Um, but definitely worth picking up again. Um, I also still haven't finished Mark. What was that? Will you go through adventure mode again? <laughs> Is that well, I barely, I didn't, I didn't get to finish too much of it so it'll basically be like playing playing it fresh for the most part so i think uh i'll definitely try and and play through what i can that's a hard one (laughs) Mm. yeah we'll see we'll see how uh how all that goes um and then say mario and rabbids i still haven't beat the main game so um if i can eventually find the time to do that then i'll probably pick up the dlc because mario and rabbids is awesome so I definitely want to try and and do that. Um, So with that being said, that was the Nintendo Direct Mini. So a bunch of different titles and that kind of outlined what was happening uh, in the next couple of months and then a few, you know, other titles throughout this year, that sort of thing. Uh, And then one other game that they did not mention in the Direct Mini, but then was announced a little bit later, um, was Detective Pikachu coming to the West. And this was a little surprising because they had, it was an episodic game. I guess there's sort of two episodes. The first episode has been out in Japan for quite a while, but we never got it. So they finally decided that, you know, they're going to take both episodes. So Japan's getting episode two now. They're getting both episodes together, and they're going to release it um, in the States now, finally, Um, which I suppose kind of makes sense because there is the upcoming Detective Pikachu live-action movie uh, with Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu, which I still 
I, I don't get it, but I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like the game looks pretty hilarious enough for me to definitely try and pick it up. It's on 3DS still because Detective Pikachu started on 3DS, but I'm like, you know what? For this game, I'll, I'll take out my 3DS and, and, and try it out, I think. Um, are you guys going to pick up uh, the game at all? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm intrigued by it for sure, but uh, but I don't know. I I might I might hold back and and see what other people think. Kind of watch some gameplay a little more. Um, I'm excited to to finally get it in English though, because I mean we I could have you know watched gameplay before, but I had no idea what was really going on. So um, now I can actually uh, follow <laughs> the story and and figure out what's going on in English. And I don't know. It, it'd be one of those that I'm. I'm interested in, but won't be a won't be a day one pickup. I'll I'll, I'll do a little more research before I make my decision. But but definitely an interesting concept for sure. Um, it's something that like you definitely no no offense to Japanese culture, but it's it's definitely it's 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 very Japanese. So um, which is awesome actually. It has it's like not I don't mean that offensive at all. I mean it that's it's awesome that that it's that way. Um, but but yeah, I'm not I'm not so sure yet. Yeah, this is one of those games that when it was announced, I prayed it would come here. And when it didn't get announced, I was, like, really upset. But I'm glad they waited and we're getting it all together. And I'm also glad we're getting a physical copy, unlike, you know, Goodbye Box Boy, where we're in Japan got a physical with an amiibo, and we got yours to download. Have fun. Um, I am still upset that Danny DeVito is not voicing Detective Pikachu. I still think it's the role he was born to play. Um, but I am, I am trying to do, I'm making, I'm making like a little rule of myself this year because when we did the game of the year awards, you know, all of us were like, what did we play in the 3DS last year? You know, like we didn't really do much in the 3DS. It was Switch's year. We were, we were hyped. So I'm trying to do a game a month on the 3DS just at night. You know, January I did, uh, Kirby Battle Royale, which came out. Uh, it was a nice light game. This month I'm waiting for Radiant Historia the uh, remake i'm going to play that so i'm going to do march is going to be my detective pikachu um month so i i do plan to play it i might listen back to this and go you know what that that bombed like most new year resolutions but uh, i'm going to try you know it, it hey, you've, great. you've made it further than most people with the resolutions usually it's like <laughs> january 2nd that's true that's true yeah but no, I, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to pick it up. I have it pre-ordered. I have the Amiibo pre-ordered because I, I got to have them all. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Right, yeah. So, of course, there's also, as Barry mentioned, there's the Amiibo, um, an extra large uh, Amiibo uh, for $29.99. I haven't pre-ordered, so um, this is one that I that I had to pick up just because it's Detective Pikachu, like of all things. Like, you know, so that'll be interesting. Um, I did see some, like, set pictures of them filming the movie. And there was a couple, like, photographs on, like, a bulletin board of, like, some of the Pokemon and what they look like, like, on wanted posters. I don't, it looks a little odd. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this yet. It's obviously very rough images from a distance and stuff, but we'll see. We'll see how all the CGI and stuff turns out on that one. <laughs> it's going to um, be like the Young Country animated show for the Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> that would be... Very interesting. Um, I do also want to briefly mention there is the the 2DS new 2DS XL Pikachu edition that released as well, uh, 159.99, and uh, Pokemon Crystal available on the eShop as well. So if you're interested in those, check those out. 
And then, if things couldn't get any weirder from Detective Pikachu, um, out of nowhere, Nintendo's like, you know what? These guys will buy anything. We want them to buy some cardboard. We're, we're going to release cardboard, all right? And so I never thought in my life that I would be excited to buy cardboard from Nintendo, but the day has come. The day has come. Hence the name of the podcast, The Best Cardboard Ever. Um, so let's talk Nintendo Labo. Um, I know there was a, um, a discussion as well on our YouTube channel, so you can check that out with the initial impressions and everything. Um, we've had some time to digest all of that since then. Um, so quick little summary for those that don't know, Nintendo Labo is basically Nintendo selling these construction kits with not just cardboard, there's some string and other pieces of tape and certain things that you basically put together this thing. Um, sounds not so great still. But... And not just cardboard. We can have string and tape too. <laughs> exactly. Bonus. Rubber bands even. Oh man, this is this is fantastic. This is going great. Um <laughs> I can just imagine like the the marketing marketing executives at Nintendo trying to pitch this to the higher ups. Don't worry guys, we're gonna throw in some rubber bands as well. You're set. Um but but no, I mean DIY is big and so um basically you're able to assemble also all sorts of these little creations called Toy Cons, as Nintendo is dubbing them. Uh, so there's a variety kit for $69.99, which will let you do five different projects, uh, which is the piano, the motorcycle handlebars, <laughs> fishing rod, the house, and the little remote control uh, thing. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like, it looks like a little bug, maybe a it's car. Perfect. I don't know what it is. It's a car. Yeah, I think okay. it's like a car, yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, it's a car. Oh, right, yes. There are two of them in there, yep. Um, and then for uh, $79.99, there's a robot kit, basically, as well. Um, and so what these things are is you construct it all, and the Joy-Cons have an – one of the Joy-Cons, at least, has an IR sensor, and it will pick up on certain movements and things. So, for example, on the piano, on the back of the keys, it's got um, IR tape. And so just by having the Joy-Con inserted in there, it will be able to know which key on the cardboard piano that you've constructed you're pressing, and the switch will play that sound and so on. So – really like fancy crazy technology that they're doing with these cardboard you know creations and stuff um which is really interesting the robot kit has you strapping a giant backpack and everything and you know um pretty crazy and for 9.99 you can also get a customization kit with stickers and stuff to decorate your your toy cons and everything um but that all releases on april 20th so <laughs> first question is are you guys are you guys getting it? Because I have them pre-ordered. I have both kits pre-ordered. Not not the nine ninety nine sticker set or whatever, but I got I got the two kits pre-ordered. What about you guys? I'm not. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I said this. I think my my initial impression of it was it's pretty much the same as it is now. Um, I haven't really changed, even though I've seen more about it and everything. Um, I think it's cool. It's a cool idea. I think especially for uh, for kids like younger kids, and I think the idea of being able to get them into um, DIY stuff, to get them into like a small level of, of programming a little bit. Um, I don't know if you're going to talk about this later, but we've now learned that there are some some software that's included that you can even create your own stuff within it and everything and, and small level of programming. So that's, that's really cool, I think, um, to get like this next generation into, um, into all that stuff and get them excited and everything about it. Uh, so I think all that's that's really awesome, um, but it's it's not 
for me. Um, not to mention I, we we talked about the on our other chat about um, you know where to even put this stuff. Um, after we need a, a labo box for all the labo or something. Um, but like I live in a small apartment, so I don't really want to fill. I don't think maybe my wife's going to be okay with me filling the whole thing with a bunch of cardboard. Um, as soon as we moved here, we we're like, we got to get rid of this cardboard, and I'm gonna willingly put more cardboard in the house. So, um, so probably, uh, probably not going to. But that doesn't necessarily reflect my my thoughts about it. I still think it's a cool idea. It's it's way out of left field. Um, but that's sometimes when Nintendo does the best work is when they're just. Um, as we said, um, pun intended, you know, thinking outside the box. Um, and, um, and I think that's, it's going to be interesting. I, I am particularly excited about when people get their hands on these plans and, uh, and then be able to start thinking of their own ways of making these contraptions and, and accessories and stuff and being able to even for that, like the piano, for instance, having a, a 3D printed one, not out of cardboard, but using the same plans, put it, making it 3D printed, and now all of a sudden it's a little more better quality. You can buy it on Etsy or whatever else, and be able to stick it in there, and that's that's kind of cool. And, and someone might actually learn the basics of being able to play the piano through something like that. Um, so I think it really opens up a lot of possibilities. Um, but I won't be buying it myself. Don't don't feel bad, Hassan. I I also have them pre-ordered. Um, Partially because I'm going for a full switch set, so I kind of need them. <clears throat> but also partially because I'm intrigued. Uh, I'm not certain if I'll open them up just yet because of the space. Although I have debated taking, you know, a cardboard box and you know, writing official Labo storage set, you know, for it. Um, just to have. You need a box for your box. Uh, exactly. But uh, uh, I showed it to my father. My father's like in love with it because he loves creativity stuff. He's an engineer. And my wife is in love with it too, so I might have no choice but to pop it open. Uh, after you know, we did we did our direct chat on it with the initial impressions. I've had some time to think about it, and they had a uh, a hands-on exhibit in New York, and I've been reading the impressions, and they've been awesome. They've gotten me more excited about it. Like there's a track editor and the motorcycle thing, and all the little programmers you could do, and they also said in in a very Lego fashion, you can like pick apart some of them and build new things. Like they talked about like an electric guitar you could build. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, kind of like Lego, you get a kit with a car and it's like, oh, here's other things you can build, you know? And uh, and so I looked at that. I thought that was really, really neat. And you know what? You know, when Wii Sports came out, it was like lightning in a bottle. And they tried it again with Nintendo Land. And they tried it again with 1-2 Switch. And both of those failed. I mean, they're... Not that the games themselves are bad, but they weren't Wii Sports. This might be the Wii Sports for the Switch. This might be a gangbuster in terms of sales. And especially especially with what it costs to produce, I can't imagine it being very expensive. The software is the most expensive part. But if they keep these kits coming out, especially come around mm-hmm. Christmas time, uh, also they're big. So they will take up retail space, which will get, you know, kids looking. Like, I don't know if you've been to like, Toys R Us. There used to be aisles for Toys to Life, Skylanders, and Disney Infinity, Lego Dimensions, and Amiibo. And now it's down to pretty much Amiibo, some Lego Dimensions, and they've been clearancing out their Skylanders and Disney Infinity. They need something to put in those spaces for the ones that are staying open. So Labo fits the bill, you know. It's, it's going to be good. But, no, I, I think it's going to sell 
gangbusters. I think it's going to get into schools. I think the hardcore Uber, I only play first-person shooter games, it's not for them. But from a business standpoint, it's bloody brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. They are taking paper and turning it into gold. Uh, And, yeah, it's a home run for Nintendo. And they stated that they want more peripherals like this, more unique things. So it kind of has me excited for the rest of 2018. I mean, we're only, what, February 5th. Uh, What else? Does Kimishimi have planned? You know, he's, he's got something up his sleeve. E, hopefully not at E3. This is not an E3 announcement. This, that's not the E3 crowd. But hopefully, either prior to E3 or post E3, or you know, sometime in the summer, they announce some more cool stuff that's outside the box. Uh, I think they'll do well. Right. Yeah, I think actually the way they did it was very smart. Where they they specifically ahead of time were like, look, this is for kids and kids at heart. You know, like they kind of like said, this is just a separate little video. It wasn't in a in their in their direct mini that they did recently. Um, you know, they kind of did it as its own little thing. Like, hey, here's what it is. Um, and I think that was very smart. And and yeah, I do agree, Barry. I think this will sell really well. I think DIY and Nintendo Switch just feels like it's perfect together. Um, because I think you know, like Wii Sports, obviously, it's it was big in demoing the motion controls of Wii and stuff. And so here with Labo. You're, you're demonstrating the fact that you have this console that can be portable and used in such creative and unique ways. Um, and even just on its own, I mean, there's, I've seen like almost like a little DIY scene of sorts with a switch already in terms of like custom Joy-Cons and this and that. Like people love to, you know, custom docks and stuff. Like they like to kind of tweak their current setup as is. And so you take the, the hardcore the, into that sort of DIY thing and pair that in with kids now that, that will love to do that as well on the Switch. Like, you're taking it to a whole different level, and, and just the potential there is 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 really cool. So I think, um, you know, <laughs> DIY is big on YouTube as well. So just being able to, like, make those videos and see what other people create that will spread on YouTube, it'll catch on. Like, I can totally see this becoming a trend. And uh, I think Nintendo, they're, they're really, their marketing team has, like, been on top of the trends, I think, with the Switch especially. Like, they seem to be picking up on on what's, um, what's going to work. So... Yeah, two, two things I do. I do want to add. Uh, one from the hands-on. Uh, I know one of the biggest concerns that people have with this is it's cardboard. It's probably going to break. Um, they told the kids and the adults to be as rough as you want with them, mess around with them, play and have fun, uh, and all reports of stability. They did. They had adults playing the robot because they had the robot test out, and like people asked the Nintendo reps, should I pull my punches? And they told them, no, go full blast, like whatever you want. So people were, you know, adults were punching with uh, full force and it didn't break the string. It didn't break the, the kit. Uh, so if an adult who's purposely punching as far has, you know, as hard as they can, uh, it most likely will not break for a kid. Uh, and that's good. You know, it, it's really, it speaks well for the, the quality and stability of the product that they were confident that say, Hey, do it. Uh, and, and all the reports are like, yeah, I tried. I tried to break it, and I couldn't. Uh, so that's good news. Uh, the other thing about the DIY, I'd be very upset if there is not a Toy-Con for WarioWare where you have to build something within five seconds or you fail, <laughs> and we build something else. Like, we need a Labo WarioWare. <laughs> that would be very interesting. For sure. I mean, Labo really uses the IR sensor a lot, and I think WarioWare, um, if that came to Switch, I mean, that would be perfect to, to use for stuff, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's interesting. I, I've always wanted 
to know like what else they're going to they going to use that IR sensor for because I mean at, up until now it really was like what one maybe two games and one two switch and that was that's pretty much it like that's the only thing I can think of and so like yeah, putting your mouth like, up to that it's like so weird um so um but I mean they built it into the system so part of me knows they have other ideas um whether we'll see them out or not I'm not sure I mean because there have been other aspects of other systems. Um, that have been built in, and all of a sudden, so it was like used like one time. So, um, but I'm I'm sure that they have plenty of other ideas out there, and so I'm I'm interested to see what kind of other ways they'll they plan on using the IR sensor because um, this is something I never would have expected. And so, if they keep if they have more ideas like that, that things that are just way out of left field or or just brand new and creative, like that's really cool. Um, because it brings new life into this this video game system that I have that I enjoy. I love playing, you know, all these um, Mario and Zelda and, and stuff like that on it. But all of a sudden, it makes this this video game system much more than a video game system uh, when when they're being very innovative like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to give a shout out to Jakester, the Knight of Darkness, in the chat. Welcome, Jakester. Um, and Steve Desmarai as well said, uh, you know, he wants to get one to try it out. He was asking which set do we recommend? Looks like in the chat um, we've suggested uh, Kit 1 since there are multiple items in there. So that definitely uh, makes sense that it's $10 cheaper and you get multiple different things to play around with. So definitely would recommend the the variety kit to uh, to start off with. Um, and I, I have a feeling this thing's going to be in a bit of high demand at first. So if you are interested, definitely try and pre-order um, if you can just to, to secure um, secure set. The nice thing um, about pre-order yeah. is if you have Amazon Prime or uh, Best Buy, the Gamers Club Unlocked, you can get 20% off of these. They do count for video games. So if the price is a little bit iffy, 20% uh, off, it does ease the uh, bill a little bit. Yep. Very true. Very true. Um, so the next bit of news comes for uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. So they had a Fade Channel update for their one-year anniversary special. Um, so quick little rundown of the announcements. There are daily maps for 25 days starting February 1st. With two difficulties, you can earn up to 50 orbs. Bonus 50 orbs coming on February 1st. Uh, developer Challenge starting on February 3rd. Daily Grand Hero Battle Revival starting February 8th. Special Training Maps starting February 8th. Hero Fest starting February 1st with a new five-star focus category. Uh, Tap Battle, uh, Illusory Dungeon as a timing style game with 100 floors on February 2nd only, for only two weeks. Um, and then at 11 p.m. Pacific time on the day that they uh, released it, uh, the Face Channel update, um, Ike became, became a legendary hero. And then A Hero Rises launched on February 1st as a new mode that allows you to vote on the next hero to be released. Um, I personally don't know anything of what I just said. I was just reading what was written up. I have not played Fire Emblem Heroes, so I apologize. Uh, but if anybody is interested in Fire Emblem Heroes, hopefully that made sense to you, and hopefully there's something to uh, to take away from that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would have been Greg um, on, our, on our team. But. Right. Yeah, totally great. I, I know Barry plays, but but Greg especially, like, loves this game. Um, and and that, that's funny because um, – we were talking before we started, and and I wrote up the the article and and did the live stream or live tweeting and everything of the event, um, and I really had no idea of what I was hearing because I don't play the game, and so it's like oh sure, I'm just regurgitating what I heard. Um, 
By the way, Hassan, I do want to uh, thank you for making those announcements because you are a lot easier to listen to than, say, uh, herself. Because that was just painful. I did not. I have not watched any of the updates until this one. And oh my goodness, I was just painful to hear. And so um, I, it was great. It was it was much easier hearing you do the rundown instead. So <laughs> thanks for that. No problem. <laughs> I have not actually watched any of those videos myself, yeah, but I guess I should probably yourself. not. I'll stick with your rundown. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's um, one of the few things I didn't even watch. Like the, the announcement was going on. I'm like, yeah, I'm not even paying. Uh, as, as Steve said. Uh, I don't play the game. I played the game when it came out a year ago. I did the story. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, no time to continue. Uh, I know Greg has pestered me because he always says, oh, you know, you're on my friends list and you never play. And he'll tell me, like, when something big is going on, like a special gotcha, and I'll go in and I'll get the, the rare gotchas. I'm like, is this what I was supposed to get? And he starts cursing me because he can't get them and he plays religiously. And I don't play and I just have them sitting there because there's no trading. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, you just told me to do it. So uh, e- even with this, he's like, log in for your 50 orbs. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll log in. Not that I'm going to do anything with it, but okay. Uh, you know, and, and he, he's very enthusiastic for the game, and I'm very happy about that. I'm glad that, that uh, you know, there are people out there who love this game. And, and while I do enjoy Fire Emblem, it's just I played it, and it's still a mobile game. It's still a mobile gotcha game. I got my team to 50, and I'm like, that's it. That's all I need. I don't, I don't want strategic troops for every single scenario. I don't need it. I've got other things to play. I put 350 hours in Xenoblade. That was my priority. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, um, there's definitely it's, – it's, that game has got a, a big following, and, and we'll talk about sales uh, in a bit. I don't have specific numbers, but I know that Fire Emblem Heroes is definitely a um, – out of their mobile games, it was definitely um, – I think it's their their biggest mobile seller um, out of their their mobile titles. Um, now, granted, their mobile sales made up, I believe, around like three percent of their their total sales. So Nintendo's not going mobile completely, guys. Like that's not their main focus. But that being said, out of their mm-hmm. mobile titles, it's interesting that Fire Emblem Heroes is doing you know really well compared to like Mario. Now, granted, you know the the you know the the pay structure is different and that sort of thing. But um, right. Yeah, there's more uh, definitely big built in for, for ongoing cash flow within Fire Emblem Heroes. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's cool. It's, it's definitely one of those ones that I think because they continue to support it, it, it keeps people interested as well, um, which is pretty cool. I think, you know, Super Mario Run is great, um, but they haven't really thrown a whole lot of support its way to, to make it new a lot of times. But the Fire Emblem is getting a lot more of that. Um, and, and then, you know, even Pokemon Go has, has been getting a lot more love recently too. So, um, still waiting on trading for that game, especially. So, um, that, that would probably get me back into Pokemon Go, but, uh, so yeah, I've, I just, I don't know. Fire Emblem's never been for me. I don't know. I don't know why, but it just hasn't. Right, right. So with that being said, let's jump into talk, um, which I know is not the most exciting thing to hear, but trust me, this is actually kind of exciting. I'm actually, you know, excited about, like, I never, I never thought as a kid, if you told me that, like, you know, years from now, I'd be just excited to discuss sales numbers, I, I would have thought you're crazy, but, like, this is cool stuff, I think. So, um, the Nintendo Switch has officially overtaken the Wii U in lifetime sales 
which isn't saying too much, but it's still impressive. Um, so in nine months, even. Um, so the Switch has now sold 14.86 million systems as of December 31st. To put it in perspective, the Wii U sold 13.56 million since it released back in 2012. Um, I believe Nintendo even revised their sales forecast a teeny bit higher up, and then they surpassed it a little bit. So even they surpassed their their higher forecasted numbers, which is which is uh, pretty insane. Um, for the Switch, Super Mario Odyssey is at nine uh, million units. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 7.33 million units. Breath of the Wild, 6.7. Splatoon 2, 4.91. One Two Switch at 1.88. Arms at 1.61. And Xenoblade Chronicles 2 at one million units in just in just the the month that it released. Um, yeah, Nintendo's killing it with a Switch. I mean, what do you guys think about those numbers? Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. I think, um, you know, we were all thinking it was probably going to happen, you know, about about the year mark. Um, I think we were we're all, you know, hoping it would happen before a year, but probably thinking it would. Um, but at nine months, no, I didn't expect that, um, which is pretty cool, though, um, to, to surpass it at that point. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I think um, it's really cool that they finally got the the supply up with the demand because um, I feel like I'm seeing a lot more and people are able to get their hands on it and um, and I, what I'm hearing is is from other people is um, number one it's it's like the 3ds talk and the Wii talk before before it like people are now saying oh yeah what do you think about that and oh yeah I'm thinking about getting it I really want to get one um, they're talking about the price, which is unfortunate because I think that's something that people really didn't balk at at all with the Wii and the 3DS is usually like they thought it was a little high, but it wasn't that bad, um, especially when they, they offered some more at lower prices. But uh, the people still are thinking that the Wii U is, or the, the Wii U, the Switch is, is a little high, I think. Um, I don't know if I agree with it or not um, from what, for what you get, but, um, but I do know some people have, have questioned the price on it. Um, I think in comparison, it, it's it's still a pretty good price, but that's just talking about what I'm hearing. Um, but that's the conversations I'm hearing. It's not like I heard for the last couple years of, oh, yeah, Wii U sucks, Nintendo sucks, no one likes it, PlayStation's awesome, Xbox is awesome, blah, blah, blah. Um, now people are talking about, about Nintendo in, in a positive light again, which is which is awesome because it's the company we love and they're putting on games that we, we've always loved. And now it's it's cool that people are, are really desiring to, to play Nintendo again, and um, and I hope that's gonna it's gonna make things you know better and better over the, over the years. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool to to see nine months already surpassed the Wii U. Poor poor Wii U. So who knows how long it's gonna take for them to surpass the uh, the GameCube and then keep on going up. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I read the news and I was very excited. I, I we knew it had to happen, like like Steve said. Uh, if anything, these numbers uh, pretty much make my idea of a soft launch to be fact. Uh, you look look at Mario Odyssey's sales. I mean, clearly that moved units this this holiday. And if they tried to wait until this time and launch both Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey at the same time, it would be way too much competition. You would not be able to get them. Scalpers, it would be a scalper's dream 
they would be selling for two grand. Um, they were very smart in what they did. Uh, they knew what they were doing. They had the content. They had it in the pipeline. And like Steve said, you can see it now. You can go to stores and still see switches. And that is a big deal. Now with the Wii, uh, it was like two years before you could actually find a Wii on store shelves. Like they were snatched up. Um, but I think Wii was a lightning in the bottle. Uh, it really, it really was. And the majority of Wiis, even though the Wii sold 101 million units, which is an insane number, it's Nintendo's best home console. Uh, and I'm like number two or three, I think it's number two for home console sales uh, behind the PS2. But, and here's the big but, the attach rate for, for Wiis was like something stupid. It was like 1.2 or 2.3 or something like that. Like, it was abysmal. The majority of those Wiis had Wii Sports and Wii Play because Wii Play gave you the free controller. So people bought that. And, like, that was it. That's all people bought, like the majority. And, and that was a problem. The Switch attach rate is the exact opposite. Developers are coming out saying Switch versions are selling the best. You know, Super Meat Boy, you know, Team Meat said, oh, it almost matched 360 launch, uh, you know, uh, numbers in 2010. Uh, Celeste just came out, just came out, and they said the Switch version is by far, you know, ahead of the others. And that's what we're seeing. So we're seeing a much higher attach rate, which isn't in the article, and I think that's a very important factor to consider. If they can keep these numbers up and the attach rate up, that will be a big boon for third parties because now it'll be like, well, that's, that's why they stopped even on the Wii. It was like, well, why should we make it? It's not selling. That's what happened with the Wii U. Remember the Wii U launched with Call of Duty. They had two Call of Duties. They had two Assassin's Creed, you know, two Batman. And, and what happened? They didn't sell. So third party stopped. So as long as this keeps up and the rate it's going, the Switch is going to be fine. Uh, the numbers are amazing. I, I think this year it's going to surpass the GameCube. I, I wouldn't be surprised by next year if it surpassed the N64. Uh, you know, it'll, it will. I think it will definitely surpass the NES, the SNES. Uh, the big question is, will it surpass the Wii? Uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll surpass the 3DS. I don't know if it hit the Wii numbers. As for the other system about the price, Steve mentioned. I don't think people complained about the Wii price. Uh, especially considering most likely the only way to get it was a scalper, and it was like eight times the price. So <laughs> yeah. they were pretty happy yeah. with the retail. They were really DS, happy, with, happy with the retail price, for sure. 3DS was the exact opposite. People hated that price. That price was abysmal. That price was so bad that they had to drop it within six months by $70 and take a loss for the first time on hardware. So they almost learned their lesson. I think the Switch could be 250 or... If they wanted to keep it 300, I think they should pack in one two switch. Now one two switch has already sold over a million units, but I don't think it's going to sell much more. I think it's a novelty piece. Pack it in there, get it in more houses, use it as a tech demo, which they should have done from the beginning. And I think I think 300 with one two switch is a lot easier to swallow for most people than 300 without a game because you can't yeah. do anything. You need a game to yeah. play. Yeah, I think even I I, need, I I don't know if they if they break these numbers out and they probably don't um, for public, but just to be able to look in and see like which which um, packages are actually selling better because I'm my guess is and I really have nothing to base this. There's just totally anecdotal anecdotal um, that I think the pack in titles are probably selling better than the standalone ones um, because I think they're just, you get a better deal than buying one and then buying the game. So you're going to get the, the cheaper deal 
in the end and like the Mario Brothers one or the yeah, the Super Mario Odyssey one or the um or the Splatoon one or whatever, I'm my guess is those are probably selling better. Um and so yeah, I totally agree. Like let's let's throw this year throw one two switch in there, maybe even, you know, more enticing for people to pick up and uh and and then you're gonna get some people that have been on the edge and not so sure about it. Um, they're, that's going to push them over because all of a sudden they're like, oh, okay, I, I get a game thrown in. I'll go ahead and, and, and make that purchase. You know what they could do even? If you remember when they first showed off the Switch, they showed off two games. The very first two games they ever showed off were paired together. And they were almost like the Blue Ocean games. And that was one, two Switch was one of them, and ARMS was the other one. Pack them both in at 300. Aren't, they said no more new ARMS content. So the, they don't need to satisfy the current players. The current players are already done. They're, I don't know how many new players are going to be attracted to ARMS, but ARMS is unique with the motion control as well as, you know, getting some online and getting an online game. You pack both of those games in at 300, though easy, easy pill to swallow. Plus, it'll help the ARMS community. It might get other people into online gaming that will move to Splatoon 2 or Rocket League or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of potential uh, choices that they can do with it to keep the momentum going. Um, and, and like you said, Barry, the attach rate is just pretty impressive, just looking at a lot of these games. Uh, even something like Splatoon 2, about 5 million units, considering the Switch is sold like 15 million, basically one in three Switch owners has Splatoon 2. Like that franchise, ever since um, it, it debuted, like has now become a major Nintendo franchise, uh, which is insane to see you know something like that sell so well i mean i absolutely love splatoon 2 um and and it definitely deserves that but uh i mean it's it's so cool to see that mario Kart 8 deluxe a re-release from wii u has sold 7.33 million units uh no granted not as many people may have gotten the wii u but still like that's just that's insane to but me look, just the, the amount of wii sales U's that mario Kart 8, and it's even more amazing like mm. like Look at look at uh, if you're looking at the article that we posted, the, the Wii U numbers are there too. Uh, look at what Mario Kart 8 did on the Wii U, and then compare it to what it's done on the Switch in such a short time, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like eight million on the yeah. Wii U and yeah. seven point five. Yeah, yeah, it it almost matched it, and I, and I guarantee like over time it's going it's going to surpass it, because that's that's a game, especially until they put out a next their next one it's just going to keep having life because it's, it's Mario Kart. It's the newest Mario Kart. And I think it's one of the games that a lot of people will eventually pick up for their switch because it's Mario Kart. Why not? Um, and it's a great version of Mario Kart. And now it's got all the DLC and everything else packed into it. Right. Absolutely. Um, and then also um, a couple other things that, um, that we didn't really talk about yet. The 3DS is still selling pretty decently as well. Um, so in terms of hardware, I don't think I have a hardware hardware number right, like immediately in front of I, me. Um, yeah. Give me one sec. I'll get you a number. So uh, just in, ter- in, in the meantime, sales numbers, Mario Kart 7 has sold 16.76 million units total. It uh, up 0.81 million units uh, recently. So. I mean, this thing is still trekking along. Pokemon is obviously major. The 3DS has sold 71.99 million units uh, hardware and 360.5 million units of software total. Yeah, I mean, the 3DS is 
is a juggernaut as well. And I think the the price point, and especially with the 2DS and everything, having those uh, yeah. key price points. Okay, this this right here, yeah. this this was a like genius um, decision on their behalf to be able to create the same thing that this is, but a lot cheaper. And they're not focusing on 3D anymore anyhow. And then all of a sudden, you know, dropping that price. And this is a whole lot cheaper to make because, I mean, like, I don't know if you guys have one or not, but the weight difference between these two, like, this is a whole lot less expensive, like, material um, than the original new 3DS XL. And, um, and be able to just pop these out, and they're probably making a ton of money on them. And, and these are what I think a lot of people are going to buy for the younger audience, or maybe you do want, you know, have, you have those Pokemon games and those other games that you do want to play because there's awesome games on the, the 3DS, 2DS. People don't care about the, the 3D anymore, and now you can get one of those for, you know, in terms of video game, you know, prices next to nothing. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the newer games, even from Nintendo, don't have 3D. Like Kirby's uh, Battle Royale just came out, plays only in 2D right on the cover. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, definitely the 3DS is still still going in, in the sales there. And just in overall, in general, uh, Nintendo basically <clears throat> looking at their, their revenue and everything, um, they ha- posted a revenue of about $4.44 billion. Uh, operating profit, when you take out all the expenses and all that kind of stuff, roughly about a billion dollars. So we're talking net after everything's said and done. A billion dollars. <laughs> Nintendo yeah. is far from dead. If you ever hear anybody come to you and say Nintendo is doomed and blah, 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 they're, look at the sales numbers, look at the facts. That's, they, they are really doing well right now, which is awesome to see. Yeah. Remember a couple of years ago, I think we, we were talking about you know, in the middle of where, you know, Wii U was kind of like going down and we're like, oh, no, what's going to really happen? But one of the things we talked about was that, you know, Nintendo has a ton of money in the bank because of, of all the, the success that they had with the, the DS, the Wii, the, the 3DS over the years. So they have a lot of money in the bank and they could really tank over the next, like, I think we even calculated like seven, eight years, something like that, just horrible, horrible sales. And they'd still be okay as a company. Um but that didn't happen. It only happened for a couple years. It wasn't horrible. It was bad, but it wasn't horrible. And now they're back on the rise again. They're far from dead. Right. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, speaking of Nintendo being far from dead, right? Like they had to go up to their investors, tell them all this great news and stuff. And then they basically said, you know what? These are some things that we got coming for you very soon so they 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 kind of dropped some stuff they almost had like a mini little like twitter direct of sorts it was like a couple tweets here and there it's like oh okay nintendo all right dropping some announcements right here so there's investor briefing that happened and so um basically three main items um that they sort of um announced the first being nintendo switch online we all know it was delayed right so we finally have a date that the nintendo switch online service is going to launch and that is, or at least a month, uh, and that is September. So Nintendo Switch Online launches September 2018. I'm just going to talk about these three announcements um, together, and then we'll discuss it all. Then they said um, their next mobile game, right, because Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is out now. We didn't know what's coming next beyond a supposed Zelda mobile game at some point. I don't know if it's rumored or confirmed or what. But, but basically they said, you know what, Mario Kart Tour coming fiscal year ending March 2019. Very businessy, 
uh, in terms of the release date as well, but uh, uh, Mario Kart Tour coming to mobile. And confirming a, a rumor that was going around as well, Nintendo and Illumination are partnering on a movie co-starring Mario, an animated movie co-produced by Shigeru Miyamoto and Chris Melodondri, who's from either Illumination or Universal or something of the sort. Um, but yeah, animated Mario movie, you know, is officially confirmed now. Um, what do you guys think about, uh, about all this stuff? Well, um, I'm going to push, I think, the full launch of, of Switch is really coming this fall instead. Um, I actually, I, I, I'm at the point where I'm really wondering what this Nintendo online service is really going to bring us. Because the Switch, you know, being out nine months, I've, I don't know, um, I, I think this is waiting too long. Um, and I think because of what it's done to my mind, because I'm already looking past it. I'm like, I don't need it. Like, if it's going to re- probably require me to have it to play other people online. That's going to stink. It's going to, it's, um, it's going to get my money. And, but that's the only thing that I'm really even looking forward to because I know nothing else about what it's really going to offer because we've had a, a sneak peek of what the, um, the chat is going to be like, and it's awful. Um, with Splatoon 2. And so um, I'm already, you know, we've already looked at, you know, Skype and Discord and all this other stuff, ways to work around that. Um, and so when it's already using our phone, something we already have. And so, like, we don't need the Nintendo online app because I've got, you know, Skype and Discord and all this other stuff. And so, um, and then really we have no clue with this, this um, you know, virtual console or whatever it is, is going to be. And so that's, that's just kind of leaving me really just kind of questioning what the purpose of this online service is really going to be. Um, because right now I, I, I have an okay time and it's free version playing people online in rocket league. I hardly have any, you know, lag or anything like that. And there's other games and stuff that I've played online and it's, it works well. Um, it does what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah, I'm not able to connect with my friends as well as I would like to, but I think part of that is just the developers not working stuff in like they should because that those games have been patched later on. So I'm really questioning at this point, like what's the purpose? Like what they they're gonna really need to wow me at this point with that with that online service to um, to make me excited about it. I'm probably I'm definitely gonna pay for it because I'm I'm gonna want to play games online, um, and it's only twenty bucks a year, so that's not that big of a deal, but but I'm not excited about it. Um, Mario Kart on my phone, I am excited about uh, because it's Mario Kart on my phone. Um, and so um, that's going to be really cool. I am, I, I'm wondering how fully fledged it's going to be. It's, it's interesting because I think it's, it's one of those, one of their properties that I really didn't expect them to do. Um, I thought they're they're going to be like, hey, you know what? We, you want Mario Kart? You're going to have to buy our system. Um, I didn't expect a Mario Kart game on on mobile, so um, I'm I'm I am excited to see what they do, how much they put out there, and uh, and and what it's going to look like and everything. And um, what was that last thing? The movie Mario movie. Oh right, the movie. Um, I am skeptically optimistic about this. <laughs> if that makes any sense. That's an oxymoron. Um, yeah, I think Illumination, Universal put out some pretty good movies. Um, it makes sense with this whole partnership with like Universal Studios and all that stuff. 
Um, but we'll see. We'll see. There's there's also been some movies they put out that I, that were just bombs in my mind, and uh, so I'm interested to see, you know, what's going to happen um, with all that, and 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 I think too, like, because I I don't know if it's been confirmed or not. I know there've been talks, and like they were hoping to get Mario um, kind of a cameo or something like that in the next Wreck-It Ralph movie, and so I don't know. So that's going to happen, and and then you've got issues with like licensing and all the stuff between Disney and Universal and that whole mess. So I don't know. I, I it could be cool, could be not be. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I think the Wreck-It Ralph stuff. I figure, I feel like that changed because they're the concept of the second Wreck-It Ralph movie is now all around like smartphone apps and that sort of thing. Now it seems, um, which I'm kind of upset about because I, I want to. I was I love Wreck-It Ralph, but then seeing the sequel stuff, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'll check it out, but. Um, yeah, I feel like they've changed the direction that they went in. Well, I mean, after you see the success of the Emoji movie, why not jump on that bandwagon? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what about you, Barry? What are your thoughts? Man, bring that up. <laughs> My God. Like diarrhea for the mouth. Um, yeah, um, Ralph, Ralph wrecks his own movie series by going mobile. Um, but hope, hopefully, hey, Super Mario Run, right? You might, might still see Mario there. Um, but yeah, as for online, like Steve said, I'm going to get it because I enjoy playing online on the Switch. I enjoy playing multiplayer games uh, from time to time. They were in a big focus. Uh, and that's one of the reasons like, I stopped my XBL account and I stopped. I, I, I didn't do PSN. Um, but I feel $20 is enough that I'll get it justified, especially with with hopefully some good multiplayer games coming out. Uh, I'm not excited about it, like you said, because we just don't know the details. We just know it's finally coming out. Uh, if they come out and they say, hey, we're going to give you, you know, several games uh, for free every month, uh, which is what they said they were going to do with free game, that's cool. Uh, it's digital, so it doesn't get me excited. And then when I found out you only get it for that month and then it's gone, I became even less excited. I think that's the worst system. Like, if they let us keep the game, uh, at least that'd be better. But here, you can play it for this month, and then that's it. It's gone. It's, it, that's going to be a bad system. That is not going to work well. People will be upset, especially if they were busy, something happened in real life, and they didn't get to play the, that game for that month, and they never got the opportunity. And it's, it's just going to it's gonna hurt people more than it needs to. Just let them have the game. If you're not like new games. These are 8-bit games. 16-bit game. Um, as for Mario Kart Tour, I expected it. And the reason I expected it is if you look at the history of Nintendo on the mobile, their first title was Mitomo. The following year, we got Miitopia. Then we got Super Mario Run. The following year, we got Super Mario Odyssey. We got Fire Emblem uh, Heroes. And we got Fire Emblem Echoes and Warriors right after that. But also this year, supposedly, is a new Fire Emblem game coming to the Switch. We got Animal Crossing, you know, last year. I have a strong suspicion Animal Crossing will be announced this year sometime. Now, Mario Kart Tour is coming out by fiscal year end of March 2019. So it can come out anytime this year up until March 2019. If you think about it, as 2019 into 2020 would be time for a brand new Mario Kart 
I do not think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is going to be the only Mario Kart in the system. They just used it as a boon to help sell the Switch at launch. Uh, there will be a new Mario Kart. So I expected it because that's what they stated from the beginning, what they were going to do with their mobile strategy. They were going to put out games to garner interest, to encourage people, hey, now that you played the mobile version, come play the real deal. So it, it's to be expected, and it's a way we can kind of gauge when we were going to get a Mario Kart 9 or whatever, even though it's not really 9 because there's other Mario Karts that they don't count. Um, so we'll see. Uh, as for the Mario movie, I'm excited about it because I'm one of those rare people that even though I thought it was an abomination as a kid, I've grown to love the and you know live action Mario movie just for the campiness. Uh, I know it's not going to be anywhere near that. I know they've learned their lesson. I just pray to God that it's good because if it's bad, we will not see another Mario movie or another Nintendo movie for at least another 25 years. So please be good. I like Despicable Me. I like Secret Life of Pets. Please don't screw this up. You know, I go go Super Mario RPG route. Go Paper Mario. Go go Mario and Luigi. Do something zany. Do something crazy. Don't be safe and make it Bowser kidnaps Peach and we just sit there for an hour and a half and watch Mario run through 2D levels. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Do something crazy. Bring in Fawful. Bring in other characters. Make you know. As much as people say the animated series back in the day was terrible, and it was, at least they were original stories. They were they were taking the source material, and they were doing something with it. That's what I want to see. I want to see original story, something out there, not cookie cutter, not safe, uh, and not too detached like Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Something where you can recognize it as Mario. Right. Yeah, I mean... I, you know, definitely could see them doing something like that. Now, granted, this was the, the Pokemon company, but Detective Pikachu, did anybody ever think that would be the first live-action Pokemon movie of all things, you know? Oh. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I do hope that they do something interesting with uh, with the Mario movie, and I'm looking forward to it. I think um, they have some, some good good people behind it. Illumination Entertainment has done some good stuff, and um should be pretty interesting to see for sure. Um the Mario Kart game on mobile, um, I, I also, you know, do, I'm not super surprised by it. Um, like you said, I think, you know, in a couple of years, I could see another Mario Kart game coming. Mario Kart's popular. Definitely a, um, a big franchise to get to mobile. However, um, I'm not very optimistic about it, to be honest with you. Um, I'm not really excited for it. Uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, I love Animal Crossing. And I stopped playing that game a long time ago. I just, it killed my interest in, in the, the mobile game and stuff. So if you take something like Animal Crossing, which is one of my top franchises, and I just don't want to play it, then Mario Kart, one of my top franchises, I don't know. Nintendo has yet to, like, you know, convince me with it. Um, oh, come on, Hassan. So you know you want we'll 50 see. cents for mushroom to use. Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah, I just, I just, you know, I don't know how it's going to control. Is it going to be tilt screen, you know, tilt mm-hmm. controls, and, uh, touch screen? I mean, we'll have to wait and see how, how it all goes. I mean, I'll, of course, try it out. Absolutely. I love Mario Kart. I'm just not very optimistic right now, but, but we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Um, and last but not least, the online service. Um, like you guys said, I'm not really, like, hyped for it anymore because it just has been a while. Um, however, I, I'm, I'm sticking with what I've been saying. I think it's going to launch with Smash Bros. I, I think the online service is coming with Smash Bros. Smash Bros. has come out in September before. September, 
fall time, great time for Smash Brothers. I think it could totally do it. Um, and I think that's what would rejuvenate people into, like, like wanting to, you know, they have to convince people to buy their online service, and they need to launch it with something. Uh, Splatoon 2 has been out a while. Mario Kart's been out a while. You know, these online games have been out in a while. They need something to launch it with. And I think Smash Brothers fits that perfectly. Um, and actually, last week, I did read some rumors online um, from uh, some, some uh, folks. Emily Rogers, uh, for anybody that remembers Emily Rogers, who um, has, you know, sometimes posted some stuff in the past. There was somebody online on, on the Reset Era forums that said something about um, – uh, heard from a source that Bandai Namco is doing Metroid Prime 4. It's a separate thing. But they said Smash 4 Switch Deluxe port happening this year and apparently also a new Super Mario Bros. U port. But that's a different story. Now, what Emily Rogers said is she saw the comment and she's like, I can't, you know, I, I don't know how, like, if this person has legitimate info or not. However, um, based on what I know about this year, I have no reason to doubt what they're saying. It kind of lines up with what I've heard. And she said that she has heard about um, a, some sort of Smash Brothers game, uh, and apparently we won't have to wait too long to hear about it. So she expects probably before E3 at some point. She's like, I'm pretty confident this will not be a straight port, and there will be plenty of new content. Uh, she's speculating here, but she thinks it might be a situation where it's a Hyrule Warriors kind of thing, where they're combining the Wii U and 3DS versions into one, uh, and plus new content, um, that sort of thing. But Remains to be seen, but some rumors are still trickling out around there, so we'll have to see if that pans out. But, um, but yeah, I hope it's true, and if it is, I would expect in the coming months we should um, hear more about that. Yeah, I think they, they're going to have to give some sort of reason like that. I mean, even hopefully the, the service itself offers a lot of cool stuff. Hopefully they've kind of rethought how they're going to do these classic games and make that more exciting for people. Um, but if all they're going to do is go, hey, um, you know, now you're going to have to pay to play your, your same games online. Um, that's that's going to be like, people are going to be like, what? Okay, I guess I'm going to maybe fork over the money. And some people are going to go like, you know what? It's not worth it. Um, but if they release a game that's like at least the caliber um, of, of Smash Brothers online, that's going to be enough to push people over the edge. So, okay okay, I'm not just getting to play my old games and now I have to pay to play them when I've been playing them on, for free for a while. Now I'm going to get that. So I, I could, I don't know. I still don't know if they're going to release it this year, but I think um, be something at that kind of level um, I could see happening, hopefully. I will say this about the, the rumor. Uh, if, if, now I'm still in the camp that Smash is not coming out this year. Still in that camp. I'm still sticking to my guns. Um, but if Smash does come this year, it at bare minimum has to be all Smash 4 Wii U content, including DLC, with all Smash 3DS content, including DLC, put together, including Smash Run and uh, Smash Tour, and every stage that was in the 3DS, as well as every stage in the Wii U. And that is bare, bare minimum. I think if they do that... Some people will be excited, but I think overall it will be a negative reception because Smash came out in, what, 2013, was it? Or 14, 2014, I think. Um, and it's now 2018. So if it comes out in 2018, that's that's four years, three, three and a half if they took a little time, of development time. They 
had to be able to work out some new characters, some new stages. Uh, you know, if, if the Ice Climbers don't come back, if the, all, all veterans should come back. Wolf should come back. Youngling should come back. Um, if, if they don't bring out new characters like uh, Inklings are almost a shoe-in. You could easily get an ARMS character. You can get Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 to go with Shulk. Um, you can get a bunch of new characters, and they need it. And new third-party characters. Super Bomberman R was a launch title. Get Bomberman on there. You know, stuff like that. Get another Final Fantasy character. Get another Street Fighter character if you want, since Ultra Street Fighter 2 did so well. A Monster Hunter character. You know, whatever. Um, I think they need to kind of show it off as a brand new game, show off all the new stuff, and then say, oh, yeah, all this stuff you're seeing here, not show Mario, not show Link, all that, is on top of Smash 4 Complete. So here's what you're getting. And not call it Smash 4 Complete. Call it Smash, Super, even Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo Switch. And, and market it as the one and only Smash Brothers game. Not like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and then we're going to get another Mario Kart. This is it. And then add on to it. Promise three, four years worth of characters and stages added onto it. Get people hyped as a platform, as, as this is what we're going to do with it. And if they do that this year, that would be smart, because that would give them the, the – they said, what, the Switch, they want to take 10 years. They're not going to do 10 years of the same Switch. It will get upgraded. But that will give them such a leeway in the early parts. People will be excited for that. But I, I just – I can't under – state the negative backlash they will get if they're just like here's here's another port you guys are already complaining about the port 60 dollars for smash 4 and maybe the 3ds content added in like that's just not enough after three and a half years the smash community wants more uh and it's too big of a game to blunder hell dkc returns should have been in dk tropical freeze the fact that they didn't do that makes me very very worried about this and i hope that if it is handled by bandai namco they have enough sense to to take the, the Hyrule Warriors route uh, and then add on to that. But I guess we'll see. Right, right. And that rumor did actually, so they were saying Bandai Namco would be doing Metro Prime 4, is what the rumor was saying. But, of course, since they helped with... Then what's Smash Retro doing? Play, you know? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I guess what somebody is, but uh, we'll have to... Uh, <laughs> Retro is uh, in charge of Labo. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, no, no. Oh, that's like a rare thing. Microsoft buys rare. We tried to connect games. Yeah. Um, but uh, so in the chat, um, I, I just want to give a shout out to Greg who popped into the uh, the chat as well. Um, he was asking if uh, do we think Charles Martinet will do the voice of Mario in the movie? Like, do you think Mario is going to like talk full sentences or um, because like they did a Minions movie and the Minions themselves they don't really talk much, you know, um, but other characters did. So I could I could see them do something where Mario only says a few lines, but if he did talk, I mean I feel like Charles Martinet has to do the voice, right? Like he's he is Mario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd be really shocked if they because because this is a, a Nintendo initiated movie. I, I'd be so shocked if they went with someone else because like that he is Mario. Like he he is uh, especially over the last several years he has fully taken on that role um like to the point where he goes to events like as mario he, if you follow him on instagram he's doing like mario all the time he's like they have fully given that to him and uh and if 
if anybody else does it, it it's just going to, it's going to seem weird in my mind. I, I feel like I can't, I, I, I can't ignore the fact that like, I feel like Nintendo would think that as well. So I'd be, I'd be really shocked if, if they went with anybody else. Um, unless like he was sick and like he was, you know, not doing too well, but, and then they're going to like think about changing hands altogether, but the guy's still doing well. And as far as I know, he's still in good health. So why not? But see, well, they do like, you know, they, they added voice acting into Breath of the Wild. And how did they handle it with Link? Because he was still silent outside of some grunts. So what about yeah, Mario? Mario's talked before, though. Yeah. Yeah, well, Mario's talked a lot of times. But will they make him actually speak full sentences? Or will they do like the uh, the Mario and Luigi thing where he, you know, oh, what happened, Mario? And we go, whoa, 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 with like the hand motion. Like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, and all you hear is that, well, you know, as he jumps or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that'd be – that's not going to be fun for me. I'm just going to say that. Like, I wouldn't be excited to watch that movie. Um, <laughs> and so, I, I for my own personal enjoyment, I hope he talks, and I hope it's Charles Martinet doing the voice. Yeah, and he has talked, like, full sentences when he does the thing at, like, the Nintendo New York store, and you can go up to the screen and actually yep. talk to Charles Martinet as Mario and stuff, like – um, takes a little getting used to for like a minute or so, and then you're fully adjusted, and like it totally, totally works. He, I mean, he just needs to get into the persona, and then it it fits, I think. And so, you know, once he just is Mario, you see Mario jumping around and talking, like it works. It just it, it happens. What's also nice is he's the voice of Luigi, Wario, Waluigi. So one voice actor gets like a whole bunch of characters. <laughs> there you go. Nintendo saving so much money right there. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, no, I could definitely see them uh, see them doing that. Uh, I just I can just see the yeah, the credits of the movie <laughs> starring uh, Mario, Charles Martinet, Luigi, Charles Martinet. He just is like almost every character. What if they just had him do all, the entire cast? It's just him. <laughs> that oh, would God. be funny. I don't think that'd be good. Uh, that'd be good for like a YouTube <laughs> video, like a short video, like a movie, not for a full, full theatrical release. It's like it's like Eddie Murphy and some of the movies he's done and. Uh, Adam okay. Sandler, and he's like, you know, he did it all, and all those did so well, right? Exactly. Well, <laughs> well they, yeah. they did have other people, at least, in those movies. They, well, I think Nanny, Nanny Professor, you know, Eddie Murphy did a lot. But I don't know if – I don't want to hear Charles Martinet as Princess Peach or as Toad <laughs> or as Bowser. Like, I just don't want to do that. Uh, that is true. Will the Koopa kids be there? Could you imagine him voicing each of the Koopa kids? I mean, and, and Bowser Jr. at the same time? Like, no, that's nightmare fuel right there. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how how all of that unfolds. But uh, but yeah, Nintendo's kicked off the year uh, uh, really well. Uh, great sales to end 2017. Some some good announcements to kick off 2018, and yeah, hopefully we'll we'll see what else is coming. Uh, in the the upcoming uh, months, very exciting times ahead for uh, for Nintendo fans, um, and that pretty much wraps up uh, this week's podcast. Um, just a quick little announcement in terms of the the schedule of the podcast. So typically we do these the first Monday of every month at 9 p.m. Eastern. For the next two months, um, we're going to have to change it to the second Monday of the month. Um, so instead of, uh, if we're going by the usual schedule, it would have been um, March 5th. So instead, it's going to be March 12th. Um, and so 
instead of April 2nd, it'll be April 9th. And then starting in May, we'll revert back to um, May 7th, so our, our usual first Monday of the month schedule. Just have some school stuff um, conflict there. But, um, but again, we'll keep you posted on social media and everything if anything else changes. So keep an eye out for that. And check out all the other stuff that we got going on um, on the uh, uh, YouTube channel as well and on the website. Um, trying out some new stuff as well. Um, uh, I forget the, the exact term that we used, but we did like a, a recap, a news recap, right? Was there um, on, on the YouTube channel uh, recently. So, um, yep. so definitely. Yep. Yeah, very good. Did a quick rundown. There was a lot of news there. So um, we would love to hear what you think about that. Um, if it's something that you enjoy, um, let us know. Um, if it's something that you're like, yeah, it's no big deal. I don't really care either way. Just let us know. Um, feel free to throw that in the comments here or on that video or, you know, tweet us or something like that. Just give us some feedback because that's, it's something that we're, we're trying, you know, our hand at, um, but we want to do stuff that you, uh, hey, Chris away. Well, um, John Cena would obtain a modicum of revenge by eliminating Elias from the Royal Rumble match, but tonight, you know, Cena's hungry to get his hands on what's Elias. happening right now. That's not me. What the All heck right, was that? That wasn't. Um, uh, I really feel like that wasn't I don't, me either. Those, those on YouTube probably have <laughs> no idea of what just happened because I'm pretty sure that was only with talk show. Somehow, another. I, my guess is another another uh, podcast got put inside hours. <laughs> the so. streams got crossed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they were talking football or something. But um, wrestling. Uh, so, Eagles. Wrestling. That's what it was. It was wrestling. Um, like I heard John Cena. I forgot about that. So, um, so, wow. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so if you want, if you, um, <laughs> so it threw me off. Um, if you, if you like it, yeah, let us know. Cause, um, we want to do stuff that, that you want to watch and that you want to see and, and experience and everything. So, so if news recap, you know, weekly or monthly or daily, even, I know other channels try to grab news as soon as it happens and throw it up or, if you'd rather, you know, us just do a, a quick recap for the whole week or, or if you rather just, you know, hey, you know what, monthly when you guys talk about it on the podcast, that's good enough for me. Um, we want to know that stuff. So the number one, we're putting out stuff that you actually want to hear. And number two, um, that we don't waste our time with stuff you don't really care about. So. Yeah, it took me a while to put together that script. There was a lot of news there. Yeah, it was a long yeah time let there. us know. We'd love to to get your, your feedback on uh, on everything for sure. Uh, because Nintendo Fuse is all about the community. And so, you know, uh, we want to we wanna definitely... I mean, uh, what do I do? I'm really sad. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> 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 again. So I think we're going to end this podcast. No, 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 so thank you all for listening. <laughs> we'll see you later, everyone. Bye. Bye. It's not ending. Okay, hold on. No, what's uh, happening? Christ, right, I'm not right, on the radio. I'm going to call back in. This is a mess. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to leave the YouTube on so people can... Unfortunately, they have no idea what we're hearing right now. So. Well, well, actually, when I have my mic open because I'm on speaker, they probably heard a little bit of it. They probably did hear it. So. They probably oh, heard a little. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All so, right. Well, on that note, thanks for watching. Yeah, everybody. I think we're good. So thanks for watching. We're going to turn off the YouTube right now and hopefully stop talk shoot soon. All right.
I'm back. So see you guys. Let's end this. Bye. <laughs> oh, no, it still doesn't want to end. Great. Okay. Well, that's turned. The video is terminated. We've had this before. This is the Nintendo Fuse podcast after hours. Now that YouTube <laughs> is gone, we can talk about the nitty and gritty. Like, how about those Mario nipples in Mario Odyssey? Let me tell you. <laughs> they actually talked about that on the Nintendo Twitter account. Yeah. They did a question. I was like, whoa, okay, Nintendo. Like, <laughs> that was funny. Uh... <laughs> oh, man, it's still not ending. <sighs> I'm trying to close. Usually, if I close the talk show page and then open it back up, then it yeah. will let me do it. But it's stuck on this reading call. You own it. Oh, you can it now. Oh my gosh. There we go. Okay, we're back. Oh, Texas is on the call. Why are they I just muted them. South Texas hung up. Okay, I didn't that was really weird. At all. Like they never popped up. They just up popped up now. And then but they weren't there before. I don't know what's happening. Alright, I think I can finally end it now. So <laughs> sorry about that everyone. And bye. We'll see you next month. Maybe I lied. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> well, it, uh, it's just a show that never ends. I, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Let me refresh again. Uh, and please. Call recording has been completed. <laughs> That's oh. what-